Hello and welcome to another episode of You Haven't Seen That, the podcast where I introduce people to movies that I think they should have seen, but they haven't seen. Uh, I've been doing the show long enough now, I think people have a general idea of what the setup for it is, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, but today I'm excited to welcome back a retur- another returning guest, uh, sort of part of our uh, revolving pool of, uh, of people who are watching movies here, uh, my sister, uh, Kenzie Campbell. Hello. You're back again. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. Yep, back again. Got nothing else to do. Really don't have much else to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today, very exciting. We're talking about, uh, I think, a truly iconic movie. Um, we were talking about Alien, uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Um, uh, this movie was released May 25th, 1979. Oh. Um, was that not when you thought it was real? You, I don't, you, you, before we start, you had guessed 1965. That was, that was a joke. <laughs> but I, I like, don't know. I thought it was like in. I thought it was in the 80s. Yeah, it's almost almost the 80s. Yeah, the second one obviously is. Yes. No. Yes. No. They went back in time. They went it. back in time. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. they made uh, the same year. He's just three years away from making Blade Runner, which you have seen. I have seen that. Um, probably two of the most iconic science fiction films of all time are Alien and Blade Runner, and they're both directed by Ridley Scott. So I've seen one of them. You've seen one of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and uh, so what What do you, we, we always start with, what do you know about this movie, uh, Alien? I know there are aliens. Yeah, well, yeah. It'd be, um, <laughs> be a pretty terrible title if there weren't. Uh, I know it was, I don't know if it's the first one or the second one. One of them was referenced on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. That I've seen. Uh, I have no context for that. So. <laughs> one of them was. Re- I don't know which one. What was the reference? Something about like this is our. Well, they said hospital, uh-huh. but they meant like ship. Right. Yeah. She was doing that like monologue. Okay. And comparing that to. To the, the, to the this... new people coming into the hospital uh-huh. like aliens. Got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, well, then, then to let listeners know, we will be doing both movies. Uh, I don't necessarily know if they'll be coming out back to back as episodes, but we will be doing both Alien and Aliens, yes, the sequel because they're both pretty iconic. But we specifically we're talking about the first one, the original Alien. So you know, you know a reference on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> what else? This movie is this is kind of one of those movies too, where like it's referenced so much in things in pop culture. Yeah, I don't. That you probably have an idea of. I know what, the like thing bursting out of someone's chest chest the alien that is known as a chest burster that that i know mm-hmm. i know the, the ripley thing because you know the the ripley thing well that her name is ellen ripley is ripley because our cat uh-huh. is named ripley yeah i might and, have insisted that we name a cat ripley. That. yeah um <laughs> and i didn't know but certainly a, a major step forward in uh sort of feminist yes i know that that there's a strong female, female character yeah to alien um do you know anything else about the movie like specifically like what it's about even some i know they're in space and like there's i don't know which one is like in space no one can hear you scream that's this movie that's that was this one that, that was the i know tag, that that was the tagline to alien okay was in space no one can hear you scream because this is also sort of a um Kind of one of the first real like merging of science fiction and horror oh. into a thing because uh, it's 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 full on a horror movie. I mean, uh, Ridley Scott has said he he made a haunted house movie. It just happens to be set on a spaceship instead. Well, that's not a place you want to be, right? Trapped, with right? Yeah, <laughs> something like this. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, then the, to do that, going for scares in a science fiction movie was kind of not done too commonly, really. In 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 this time, um, this really uh, incredibly. 
I said iconic movie. And you know who plays Ripley, of course. Uh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware. Uh, I should also say the movie. Who that is. The movie's written by Dan O'Bannon. Uh, just let people know. Do you know anyone else that's in the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you'll know some of the actors, but you don't know who they are right now, and that's all right. Um, so we we would turn now to our segment that we do uh, at the beginning of these episodes after this, which is called Q and Possible A. Still don't have a theme. Listeners, <laughs> you figure it out uh, and then send it to me. Uh, Q and Possible A. This is a segment where uh, the guests can ask questions about the movie and I can possibly answer them, assuming they're not spoilery. So do you have any, what are your questions about Alien? Is this the one that has the game over line or is that the second one? That is the second one. Because that I hear referenced all the time. Yes, that is the second movie. Uh, does this one have that male character that you like? That is also the second movie. So apparently everything I know is about the second one. I think so, yeah. <laughs> how How scary is this movie? It's very scary. Can I... <laughs> get through this movie you you down this is something listeners don't know obviously because they don't know you but uh you downplay how uh like how many horror movies you watch and see and like you watch almost mostly horror things well you watch a lot of horror i watch i i dabble i know but i'm just saying like 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 you're always like can i handle this it's like you you watch horrible i mean like i mean things that are that are really yeah. scary and intense, you know. That's kind of true. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I do love, I do love supernatural. I know that. Yeah, like and your that, favorite show is a is a horror show, and that show has scared many of my friends. Right, exactly. So I, don't, I mean, I don't know. You watch horror <laughs> movies all the time, right? You watch stuff, vampire stuff, and monster stuff. I do and, watch vampire stuff and monster so, stuff. So I don't know what you're talking. I mean, this is just a monster movie. Just the difference is, it's a, it's a one set in space. We'll uh, see. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Um, any other questions? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. How long is this movie? It is 117 minutes. Oh. It's a normal length of a movie. I don't know. Is this, does this movie do a good job? Because horror movies aren't always great at, like, letting you get to know characters. This movie does an exceptional job of that. Okay. Because I always hate it when it's like, and they're dying, but I don't care because I don't know them. This is a, um, without, without, I mean, it's not that spoiler type. This is really a slow burn movie. Oh, that's good. It takes a while to get to what's going on. Okay. And a lot of stuff happens off screen. It's a real, tension is the name of the game in <laughs> Alien. Oh, boy. Uh, for sure. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Okay. So that was Q and Possible A. Uh, and then, uh, as we always do, uh, what are you hoping to see from this movie? What, what are you, what are you or, or expecting to see at the very least? Um, I'm hoping to see some cool action scenes. Okay. I'm excited to meet Sigourney Weaver's character because I've heard a lot about that character and that she's a great and sort of pro- female character and, and definitely inspiration to a lot of characters that you do like. Um, I would assume she so. kind of set the stage of the female action yeah, hero. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of the mm-hmm. strong female characters I like. Right. So yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be some horror violence. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just based on knowing the chest thing. Yeah. Chest burster. There yeah. are there are multiple kinds of aliens. I will say one is called a chest burster, which is what you're talking about. Um, there's also things called face huggers as well. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, and you also, are, we're not going to do it on here, but you're also aware that um, not that long ago, Ridley Scott made a prequel to this movie. Oh, yeah. Called Prometheus, which we're not talking about on here. But um, you didn't see that either. I did not it? see that. Mm. Michael Fassbender robot. Michael Fassbender. That's what you know about Prometheus? That's what I know about Prometheus. Michael Fassbender That seemed robot. to be what everyone was talking about was Michael Fassbender robot. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, you know Ridley Scott and robots because of Blade Runner. Yeah, he seems to like robots. Uh, yeah, he does. Um, Who doesn't? They're great. Uh, so, yeah, I think with that, we're now going to go watch Alien. Um, and uh, then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. And uh, that is if you make it through the whole movie. <laughs> You'll be just fine. Just turn it off. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we'll be back in just a second. You can listen to some Alien score right now. And then uh, keep listening to us talk about the movie. 
Okay, so we're back. We've now watched Alien, uh, as we always do. Uh, initial sort of broad strokes reaction to the movie. Terrible. No good? No good. <laughs> this film is no good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, don't want people to actually think that I'm... Yeah, sometimes the... Bashing sorry, a... A, a, a classic. <laughs> a classic film so that people can yell at you on Twitter. Oh yeah, they already they'll do that for other reasons, I'm sure. Sure. You don't have to give them reasons to do no. that. Well, I, well, sometimes I want to help them out. <laughs> sometimes you want to help out the, yeah. the, the 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 trolls on Twitter. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, they really need help. <laughs> they need our help. <laughs> That's going to be your movement. Your, yeah. Your, your, <laughs> Support the trolls. Yeah. Uh, no, what did you actually? <laughs> Maybe some sincerity in this podcast um, would be a good idea. Okay, I'll be sincere. No, I I liked it. It's Okay. It's different than I thought it was going to be. Is that right? Yeah. What did, what did you think it was going to be? I guess I thought it would be like faster pace like mm-hmm. and it really is sort of a slow Yeah. burn like you don't really know mm-hmm. where the monsters you see the alien not very many times. Well, hardly at all, really. Which is And and even when you do, very rarely do you get a clear look at it. No, it's very dark Mm -hmm. no i mean that was very obviously very purposeful yeah decision on ridley scott's part it's gory but it's not i didn't feel like it was too much like oh Oh, you're overdoing it there's just blood everywhere no 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 certainly not um i would say actually that a lot of the violence is kept pretty minimal really i mean if you think about like actual acts of violence you see occur a lot of it's more implied a lot of it's more implied right right yeah i mean obviously there's sort of a central key gory scene yeah that was by far the goriest mm-hmm. and certainly um. an iconic scene that we talked about earlier. <laughs> um other sort of general reactions uh surprised they didn't go for a romance these yeah. movies tend to do that no this one did not yeah uh an interesting thing i was reading about in the in the screenplay, they never they didn't specify the genders of the characters, and that's why all the characters are only referred to by their last names. Oh. So they're unisex. They could have been male or female. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, which might have led to that. Probably. Uh, yeah, why well, you get that scene. They could, they could have been anybody, um, which makes sense. And, and is probably a, a reason why Ripley is such the, this... Um, what was I going to say? Such a forward-thinking character, you know, such a... Because it was like that could have been Ripley easily could have been a man. I mean, there's no, oh, yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing in her character that that is like that's okay. That's a woman, you know, whatever. That's no. I mean, she's just a cool. She's just the hero of the movie, regardless of she's not she like is. oh, she just happens to be a woman. It's not like they're going out of their way to be like, look, we got a female hero. No, they don't do anything to like make her overly feminine. Mm-mm. She's not like running around and like. I mean, except for at the very at end, the very movie. end, but. Not like, you know, wearing a ton of makeup or, right. you know, crazy high heels in a right. situation where it doesn't make any sense for her to be wearing high heels. Right, right, right. No, she's, I mean, she's third in command of the ship. It's, you know, this is... Her spacesuit isn't low cut or something. Right, right. <laughs> no, like I said, I mean, yeah, she's, they're, they're all, they're all really, you know, on equal footing yes. with each other, um, except for some of the characters, which we'll get into in the plot of the movie. Um, so what did you think of the character of Ripley? She's just Ripley in this. Like, She's just Ripley. Uh, they don't give her a first name until the second movie, I guess. Because uh, everybody's just their their last names here. Mm-hmm. But um, she does have a first name, which is in the second movie. Uh, what did you think of, of Sigourney Weaver as Ripley? I enjoyed Ripley. Mm-hmm. I like that she wasn't just tough. No, certainly not. That she's like, very human she's character. She's thrown into the situation. She's not instantly like, I know exactly what to do. Right. That moment where she is scared and doesn't and is confused and Right. No, she's a very really like being in this situation at all. Very yeah, a very human character in that way that I think a lot of my favorite action heroes are. People like Indiana Jones or John McClane or Ripley are these characters who are people who are heroic because they are able to overcome their fear or whatever and Still do something, yeah. Um, but they do have very human reactions. I mean, this is this is a woman who's not a uh, not equipped necessarily to be dealing with a killer alien on a spaceship. This is this is no. a new experience for her. Um, we'll talk about how she, how she is in the second movie when she's been through this experience. I'm guessing it's going to be different. Yeah, it's a bit different. 
uh, her reaction to it in the second movie. Um, so we we can talk sort of about because the movie starts with um, the Nostromo, which is a transport ship coming back from a mining mission. Uh, let's talk a bit about the the crew of the Nostromo and uh, <laughs> your your thoughts on on them. Um, so let me bring that up and I want to get their names right. <laughs> well, so we have Dallas played by Tom Skerritt, who's the captain of the ship. Yes. Um, was he, thought he would be around Thought he would longer. be around. <laughs> yeah. He's around for a while. He's around for a while, but he went out earlier than mm-hmm. I thought he would. Well, Dallas feels like the character you would expect to be the hero of Alien. Yes. Which is one of the things I was I was I said this, which is you you obviously having known this pop culture uh, with Ripley as this action hero, um, but the movie's kind of designed in a way where you're not supposed to realize that Ripley's the hero of the movie. Um, you know, she's no. third in command of the ship. Um, she's just kind of, and, and they're all just it's just like there's these scenes are ensemble scenes. You, you don't you don't spend any time with Ripley specifically. No, um, she's, she's just, just there. part of the crew. I mean, the first sort of indication you get is when she's the one who is like smart enough to go, "Don't let this thing on the ship." Yeah. Um, but you know, it, I think I think it really was designed to be a surprise where you're like, "Oh, that's our person." <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't. She's gonna make it. Right. Exactly. Uh, and I think that Dallas is the character you're supposed to kind of think is going to be because he's the captain. He's the captain. He's and he's a very he's a manly man too. You know, he's a, you know, I mean, <laughs> he's got a big beard and he's got a big beard. He's he's barking out orders. He seems yeah. to you know he's a good guy though. I mean, Dallas. I didn't have any issue with him. He seemed like a perfectly nice human being. There were apparently there was apparently a sex scene between him and Ripley that got cut from the movie. That doesn't surprise me. I thought that that's <laughs> where. But it was supposed to be that the uh, what what I was reading it was supposed to be that they, it was the idea that that in the future and and in this scenario that like sex was a very casual thing so it wasn't a romance it was just supposed to be this thing where it's just like you're in space and that's what happens when you know you're in space for that long oh that would be weird yeah I don't uh, know if audiences would have gone with figured that. that out or been like what yeah exactly that might have been confusing <laughs> right 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 um, okay so so we have we have Dallas. Uh, and then we have uh, also they're, they're a little bit linked together, although one lives a lot longer than the other one. Is Brett and Parker played by Harry Dean Stanton and Yafet Kodo? Yeah, they definitely are linked. Uh, yeah, because they seem to be the they're the real like working class kind of guys. Like, yeah, hey, wait, when are we gonna get our money? Yeah, they just want their money. Right. Yeah, they're very much. The, they don't the, care about the call that they get to go. The yeah the distress the call the distress call they don't they don't care about that they're sort of like what are we gonna do yeah, we we're don't not have our... the skills to right because really they're, the they're they're miners you know yeah, they're so they just <laughs> and all they want to know is about that bonus that they keep yeah, they're gonna get a bonus I think we I mean that, so I mean you can you can kind of respect and they them wear like kind of like wacky outfits yeah I don't uh, remember which one is which <laughs> um, Brett is Harry Dean Stanton who's got sort of the Hawaiian yeah he's shirt. got a Hawaiian shirt on and then um, <laughs> Parker has like a headband and stuff yeah like they just kind of they're, yeah. they're dressed in wacky ways. Yeah, they're just—I mean—they're miners, you know. They're, they're, this is their job. They're—they're they're, they're just mm-hmm. taking a paycheck. You know? uh, they don't want to risk their lives for they anything do not in particular. Want to do that. Um, and then uh, there's Kane, played by John Hurt. Um, mm-hmm. You don't really get to know Kane super well, but he seems kind of gung ho. To he seems very like he's gonna—he volunteers first. To, to leave go the ship, so. right? Exactly, and yeah, he's gonna go, he's gonna go out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the first to go out there. He's also the guy who gets you know on the rope down to yeah, the lower know. area of the planet. I don't know why he volunteered for that? Because <laughs> uh, uh, that's where the obviously the alien eggs are, and uh, things go poorly for Kane, which yeah. we can talk about. In I the... was very surprised to see a young. John Hurt. That's right. You were saying that. I've never seen him as anything. You know him as more of a, 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 a veteran British yeah. actor. Or, as I said, the voice of the dragon on the British TV show Merlin. Of course, which, I, <laughs> which you are a huge fan of. Love Merlin. Right. Um, Maybe there'll be some Merlin fans who listen to this podcast. Could be. Easily. I don't know. <laughs> if you are, let us know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what will happen after you let us know, but... but we <laughs> Hashtag just... Merlin forever. <laughs> Hashtag Merlin forever. 
Um, and then there's, uh, I know you had a particular reaction to Lambert, played by Veronica Cartwright. I had some issues with her. You had some issues? What, what were your issues with Lambert? She's just the last person you want in a stressful situation because she's crying and mm-hmm. she's screaming. She cracks pretty easily. She just cracks instantly. Mm. And when you're in a stressful situation like this, you don't. She's need kind of that. She, she's pretty much the opposite of Ripley. In the oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's on purpose. She does but. not know how to. Which I understand. This is a scary situation, but mm-hmm. but freaking out about it's not going to. It's not going to help. And if you're the person who's trying to figure it out, and the yeah. person next to you is screaming <laughs> and crying, it's hard to think. Right. Yeah. Um, which is the problem that that uh, they have to put up with. Yeah. with her and then of course there's ash and ash is um <laughs> let's talk about ash before the reveal of what's going on with ash what your thoughts on ash were he's just kind of a dick yeah even after the reveal he's still yeah. a dick but yeah uh he just oh, he doesn't want to listen to anybody mm-hmm. he especially doesn't want to listen to ripley right because it's i mean uh, it's pretty much his fault what happens oh i mean it's not pretty much it is his it fault. it is his fault one hundred percent. We know why later, but uh, yeah. At first, it just seems like. What do you do? He just decided to open that door, right? Because well, and 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 because there are people in danger, so he, he it seems like a panic move of like I yeah. better help them. Um, although guidelines state that they needed twenty four hours of um, uh, quarantine, mm-hmm. but he didn't pay attention to that. He didn't pay attention and did not want to listen to Ripley telling him right that they should follow the guidelines right but he's also the scientist on the ship he's in charge he he's the representative from science division cuz they work for a company did you catch the the that they work for a company called Wayland Utani the Wayland Utani Corporation is that it yeah did not catch that <laughs> did not catch that um yeah the Wayland Utani Corporation or maybe saw and then forgot which continues to be a major part of the franchise uh throughout uh the Wayland Utani Corporation um so they work for that yeah so they're just i mean basically the plot is just they're uh they're just coming home from a mining operation mm-hmm. and uh they get a distress call i mean they're supposed to be asleep they're in uh-huh. those... yeah they're in they're in like cryo sleep kind of pods until they get home mm-hmm. but they get woken up because they're a... halfway home yeah uh because there's a distress call that needs to be answered yeah. Uh, they get they get word from mother, which is the ship on board. The, this is mother. Or the the computer on board the ship. Um, yeah, mother, and uh, yeah, they get they got to go and and respond to that. You knew there'd be trouble, obviously. Well, there kind of had to be. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I don't think there's a movie. Right. I mean, this is, how much of it did you know? Like, did you know that they go to a planet and... No. Because you didn't know anything about face huggers or chest... Well, you knew about chest bursters. Yeah. But only in the abstract sense of something bursts out of somebody's chest. I knew there were aliens on a ship. Sure. I didn't know how they got there. Did you know that there was only one alien, though? No. Okay. Wasn't sure. Yeah. That's because that's sort of an interesting thing. There's just the one alien. I thought it was like a bunch of them. The movie is called Alien um, because there's only the one alien. Now, the original title of this movie, when uh, the screenplay of it, um, we'll see if you think, I'll ask you if you think this um, would have been successful. It was when the script was called Star Beast. Star Beast? Mm hmm. That's not a great title. Dan O'Bannon was never happy with that title <laughs> or the script, but that was what it was called for the longest time. And he said it was only after rereading a script that he noted how many times the word alien appeared and realized it was the perfect title as it worked as both a noun and an adjective. Oh. Um, and nobody had ever called a movie Alien before this. Starbeast kind of sounds like a band. It does, yeah. Starbeast. <laughs> not... Yeah, Star Beast is a really strange. It's I mean, kind of goofy, almost. It 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 really it hurts how serious this yeah. movie is. It makes it sound campy, it sound like like a like a sci fi movie or right, something. Right, exactly, like a sci fi channel. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sound like something to be taken seriously. No. Um, and uh, so yeah, so they go down to this planet, and where they find all these, they find the. I want I want to ask your reaction to this. The first thing they find. Is something that's been called a space jockey. Okay. Which is that giant alien mm-hmm. in that chair. What what's your reaction to that? That I would probably leave. <laughs> yeah, you said this before. You would you wouldn't have gotten off you wouldn't have gotten <laughs> Well, off I wouldn't have gotten off the ship, but if I had gotten off the ship and saw that the space jockey would have been like yeah. want no part of this. But it's interesting because the uh 
the aliens they, they never say it in the movie that the 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 black scary long-headed alien things with that they're those are called xenomorphs um and uh but the space jockey we see it but what is it i don't know i don't know either well maybe i do because maybe ridley scott made an entire movie about what that thing is um, oh, was that? that? It's a it's a certainly a key part of the plot of Prometheus. Oh, well, that actually would make me interested to see Prometheus. There you go. So now you want to see Prometheus? Yeah, because now I'm curious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what is that thing? Right. Yeah, it's the, it's a giant alien sitting in a chair. They're they're not freaked out by it. They're not. This is a really interesting scene, isn't it? Because they see this and they're like, "Hmm, uh, what's this thing?" It's gigantic, by it's the way, too. Huge. And they walk up to it. It's a giant skeleton that's clearly been there for a long time. Oh, yeah, like, and they say just, that. Yeah, it's just like a skeleton. They're like, "Hmm, uh, something, uh, something burst from inside of this guy." <laughs> um, eh, I don't know. Eh, whatever. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, they don't seem. It's really interesting because it, it, what it makes me question is like, in this world, have they encountered aliens before? Because it seems. Their reaction makes it seem like they have. Right. Um, because this very they're very blasé about it. Just oh, like, yeah. Huh. It is not hmm. interesting. I mean, it's kind of interesting, but like, eh, okay. But well. yeah, more in a like, huh, that's odd. Hmm. Oh, well. Uh, let's go down. Let's descend down below the thing into the... Yeah, uh, the Now, you knew there was going to be... You, you seemed to know there was going to be trouble for John Hurt. Well, he went down a hole yeah. in a creepy... Mm-hmm. On a creepy planet. He was also just an eager guy in a horror Very movie. Very eager. Yeah. I've, I've seen Star Trek. I know that if, <laughs> you know, a group of people go down to a planet, they're not all odds make are something's going to happen to mm-hmm. one of them. So um, when he starts approaching these eggs... He, what, he stumbles. Well, he yeah, slips. Yeah, he says, he says, yep, so just slipped a little bit there. He slips. Yeah, and then he finds these fairly large eggs. Yeah, um, creepy. That open gross up gross eggs that are like dripping goo. Mm-hmm. And there's something moving inside there's something of them. Moving. Yeah, and once again, you would have turned tail and run on those. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he looks right in the thing, and, and it opens, and that doesn't startle him. No, that once again, he moves closer to it, puts his face, puts his face right, right up here, <laughs> right in there, uh, for the face hugger. Uh, What's your thought? On, what would you think of it? So these are these aliens are designed by a guy named H.R. Giger, um, who did a lot of artwork and, and, and concept stuff at the time and, and really unique designs specifically. Yeah. Um, what would you think of? Uh, let's let's talk about the, the face hugger. Did not love the face hugger. No. Kind of spider like. Kind of. I know you're not a fan of spiders. <laughs> Do not well, like maybe, spiders. Maybe more crab like as I think about it. A little bit more like a crab. Um, um, not great. I mean, at toy. I mean, I guess better than other the other alien. Yeah, that will appear. <laughs> uh, the xenomorph. So, <laughs> um, the uh, what was going to say? Oh, what? So this thing grabs John Hurt. What are you thinking at that point? When it's just is he dead or? I just thought he was going to be dead. Hmm. Much worse. What it's happens. much much worse because <laughs> it keeps you alive. Yes. It. Oh, it does. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, and that's really creepy. It's hugging your face, but it's also keeping you alive. Yeah, um, because it's impregnating you, basically. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. They uh, base that on something called a spider wasp. That uh, sounds terrible. Um, it's some it's there. It's a type of wasp that kills spiders and then lays their eggs uh, on them, and you so uses the the body of the spider as a like a nesting place for its eggs that's two things i hate yeah coming together but so that's where they uh, the dan o'bannon was reading about that and that's where he got the idea for how the the face hugger puts the egg inside of that's uh, disturbing cane nature yeah and so then at least this debate though about how do we do we let him do we let them back on the ship because ripley's yes. saying no guideline state and you were with ripley on this. oh yeah well, it's kind of common sense, isn't it? Because she's like, we don't know what that is, and you don't want loose. Yeah, loose on the ship, on and then the once ship. again, and we're going to take it back to Earth, then potentially. Like yeah. we can't. Her, she's making valid points. But Ash is well, because she also questions. Uh, we didn't talk about. It. She deciphered. She's the like the, um, the computer's deciphering what oh, the message yeah. was, and it's like it's not an SOS. It's a warning. And then she's going to go down 
and, and tell them that. And Ash says they'll figure if it is a warning, they'll figure it out. There's no point. They'll, if it's a warning, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah and they do. Like very, that was a very odd response. Yeah. What? So when when Ash is, do you just think he's a dick at this point? You don't think he's evil necessarily, do you? That made me think like, what's like? Is there something with him? Mm-hmm. Because he makes that decision to not. But then he makes the decision to let them in, which yeah. feels like a humanitarian decision. Yeah. So you, So I think I had that thought and then he let him in and I forgot about yeah. that other thought. Then you just think he's an idiot. Like Yeah, at just that was point. like you're dumb. Um and, and also you don't listen. This is I said this is when like Ripley identifies herself as the hero of the movie because we always talk about how action heroes are never listened to. They don't get listened to. They're always right, but they never get listened to. If you're gonna be the lead mm-hmm. of an action movie or T V show. <laughs> yeah. Get prepared to have no one listen to you. Right, but always have the right answer. <laughs> but then have you re- realized, like, oh, I guess they were right. Yeah, uh, a lot later in the movie. Um, so they, they, there's this whole thing where they start experimenting on the face hugger. One of the things that's most disturbing the, about the face hugger to me is that like sharp tail that wraps around people's throats. Yeah, because every time you, they, as they start trying to cut the, it off, the it starts. Tightening it, it tightens around his neck, um, and this is this is some tense some tense stuff here. And then they cut it, and this this is an interesting thing as well that it bleeds acid. It bleeds acid. Um, and then the reason behind that was one of the um, God, they were talking, one of the crew members or somebody who was working on the movie. I think it was a production designer uh, came up with that idea because he kept asking, "Why wouldn't they just shoot it?" Oh. Like, just shoot the thing and kill it, right? But if it bleeds acid and it's going to burn through the whole of the ship, then we can't just shoot we it. We have no options. So, I mean, that was... And, and becomes, uh, throughout the movies, an iconic thing about bleeding acid is a terrifying thing. Because, like, even if... So, if this thing gets close to me, I can stab it or shoot it, but then it's going to bleed acid on me mm-hmm. is, a th- is definitely a threat. Like, this thing... Oh, yeah. The aliens in this movie... Or the alien specifically. I mean, the face hugger, I guess, is a separate thing. There's really two aliens in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 fans of of Alien know that there's that I mean that you can break them down into face huggers and chest bursters, <laughs> um, and then the chest bursters become xenomorphs when they're fully grown. Uh, this is all the nerdy stuff that you, you <laughs> know about classifications. That none of it is in the movie. It's just stuff that they've sort of become referred to as. Wow. Um, but so they. Yeah, the the then the, uh, they come back into the room and the face hugger is just off of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is actually that when they first are like examining the face hugger, mm-hmm. the two guys, the oh um whose names I can never remember. The the, the uh oh it's uh sorry, it's uh Brett and Parker. They're sort of I guess Parker mm-hmm. is kind of on Ripley Silo, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Why did we do this? Right. And then Lambert is mm-hmm. pissed at Ripley and hitting her and calling her a bitch. Right. Because not, she was going to leave them. She was going to leave them. Yeah, outside there. <laughs> that was an interesting little confrontation outside of the, I guess, operating. Yeah, area. sort of. Because they're all watching this happening. Yeah, they're, they're all watching it. Yeah, where they're like kind of um, ash and. Dallas are inside, sort of experimenting on how to get the face hugger off. Uh, but then the face hugger just gets off. The face hugger just gets off. They're like, you gotta come see it. Yeah. And then. Problem and then, solved. And then um, it dies. And they're, they seem to just be like, oh, well, freeze it. Come on, let's have a meal. Yeah. Um, I think at this point you figured that things were not okay. It uh, just didn't. There's no way it was going to be that simple. Of <laughs> it will just leave him there for a while. It'll fall off on its own, mm-hmm. and he'll be fine. Now, so that leads us to the scene at the dinner table, which is probably the most iconic scene in Alien. Um, you knew that somewhere in this movie, something bursts out of somebody's chest, but yes. not this context no. or this person. No. So you react. <laughs> <laughs> you react because you react. You had a very, a very like visible reaction i had a couple to the chest burst <laughs> scene. Yeah. it's just horrifying because it kind of like 
he's joking around about what he's going to eat when he gets back to Earth. Mm-hmm. It's going to be better than the food that's on the ship. Mm-hmm. Which didn't look that bad. The food though. didn't look that bad. There was yeah. a lot of cereal, which mm-hmm. I love cereal. But so. they also seem to have like prepared something yeah, they had, in like, a bowl. pasta or something. Yeah, it looked all right to me. Um, Much better than I would think the space food. He is. starts choking. They think he's joking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old like, Kane. Yeah, like the food's not that bad. Kane, such a such a jokester. But then it's like, and then there's like a spurt of blood, sort of like. Well, there's this like first impact where like the thing kind of breaks through his chest a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so, so like, then they're like sprays, what? and then it just that rips open his chest. It's everywhere. It's on everyone. And what's so creepy about it? What I thought is that is there, and his hands are twitching. Yeah, and that was very disturbing to me that he's still. <laughs> Well, and the Moving. the the chestburster, so it sprays everybody with blood. Oh yeah, and then it it comes out, and it it takes a second to look around at everybody. It does, and then it makes this screeching noise, and then just runs and off. What, Parker's gonna like he has like, yeah. a fork or something, and he goes to stab and it, and they're like, "Don't." Yeah, I think it's Ash who stops him. Yeah, Ash says, "Don't." Right, because so, we, as we'll learn later. Yeah, no, there's 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 says, a lot of there's a lot of, it. a lot of clues in there for it. Like it's almost like it's on wheels or something. It just it, like <laughs> zooms away. Yeah, it just takes off. Um, it, what I was gonna say. So filming this scene, uh, Ridley Scott. It's all one take. Uh, Ridley Scott rolled four cameras at once on it, so wow. he had cameras on everybody, and he did not show them what the effect would look like. He did not tell them how much about any kind of blood splatter, and he did not show them the design of the alien puppet. So you were looking at real visceral reactions to a chest exploding open, covering people in blood, and then that thing coming out and running off. Jeez. He did not prepare them for what they were going to see at all. <laughs> so that's that's all. That's a totally real reaction from those people. Real horror. Yeah, exactly. That'd be horrifying. So they didn't they didn't know that a bunch of blood was going to shoot all over them. Or <laughs> that, that would that, be shocking. They knew that something was going to happen, but they didn't know but that. But not that. Right, that then that and that it was gonna what it was gonna look like or anything oh, that's like interesting. that. So the first time they saw the alien was there. Wow. Um yeah. So and you can see it and and uh pretty good. So so uh, then they have to shoot uh Kane's body out into space. Yep. But now there's something loose on the ship. Yeah, which is not great. No, and the movie from here, for the most part, turns into find the alien. Like, find the alien. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I said, it, it, Ridley Scott saw it as a haunted house movie in space, so it's where is the thing? Like it definitely feels like a haunted house. Yeah, because it's anywhere. It could be at any point in any corner. But you can't get out of the house. <laughs> but you can't leave because it's a spaceship. They talk about that because um, they have a shuttle. At a certain point, they start talking about a shuttle, but the shuttle only has, I think, three seats. Yeah, it doesn't have enough. Because I think there's four people at that there's point. There's four people because what I think is Lambert who says, let's just... Yeah, let's just let's take just the shuttle take, and get out of here. Let's just get out of here. And they said, we wouldn't survive anyways. Right. Um, well, so uh, before we get to that, though, we have... Uh, everybody's looking around the ship. And Brett, Harry Dean Stanton's character, uh, he finds the cat. Yes. Um and then they because they're tracking the movement something's moving right but it's the cat it's the cat well but it's also there is a xenomorph down there well yeah (laughs) (laughs) um this is a really cool scene the um the water dripping down Mm -hmm. and the chains and and we talked about there's very limited score in this movie very um but he's using the sound of the clanking metal of the chains to kind of indicate trouble Oh, well, anytime in any horror thing, mm-hmm. if you're the person who gets sent off by themselves <laughs> to go look for something, yeah, it's probably not going to end well. <laughs> no. I was surprised. Like, really? You're just going to, like, he has nothing to protect himself. Right. Well, they, at this point, they do think it's a tiny little thing. They do think it's a little thing. Yeah. They which don't... I thought it was right. still a little You've thing. You've seen the design of the alien before, though. But I guess I didn't. You didn't. I don't know what I thought. Because mm. I was just going to, I mean, like, you've I mean, definitely seen a xenomorph before. Yeah. I, mean, I think everybody has. They're pretty iconic. They're all over the place. They're, they're, I mean, they're a pop culture icon, sort of. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so then you have this, this very tense scene with Harry Dean Stanton. And then when they come in, we get grabs him and, and takes him, takes him up into takes him up where somewhere. Somewhere. Um, and then, uh, uh, Parker and Ripley come in 
And this is cool. The water is now blood. The water is now blood. That's dripping on them. Uh, and then this is the point where they go, uh, maybe we should start arming ourselves. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is very dangerous. Right. But they, they're not soldiers, so they don't have guns or anything no. like that. They, they um, uh, what do they call them? Incinerators, I think? They're, you know, they're, they're like a practical thing that they sort of turn into basically makeshift flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he said, can you rig up something to turn, basically turn them into guns or flamethrowers to a certain extent? Well, and after he dies, Lambert has the great question of, well, maybe he's still alive. Yeah. Do like, we know? We, do we know? Yeah. Do we know that he's dead? And Ripley <laughs> shuts that down. Ripley's just real like, fast. yes, like, <laughs> he's definitely dead. There's no way. <laughs> so now two people are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the number of people is dwindling. What's interesting, if you watch Ian Holmes' performance too, as Ash pretty unfazed by all this stuff oh yeah he's not so did you notice him being unfazed by stuff when the aliens there mm-hmm. like pops out yeah he doesn't seem he's very calm right like he knows how to handle the situation because he sort of does to yeah. a certain extent um as we'll find out um and then somebody has to go in the vents you're shaking your head at the idea of going in the vents. I don't ever want to go in the vents. Ripley <laughs> Ripley volunteers to go in the vents. She volunteers to go in the vents. Uh, you were quite unnerved by the sound of the shutters between the vents. I did not like that sound. It was a very creepy, like scratching. Like sound. a metal. It was like a metal scraping it was sound. Terrible. Yeah, it is. It's a very. This is a very tense yeah. scene here, um, with um, Dallas going through the. Never want to go. Every time I see something where someone's in vents, <laughs> I'm like, "Why are you in the vents?" Yeah. Um, so Dallas is is in the vents with the uh, with the flamethrower, and uh, which is I think it just seems dangerous to carry because it's got the it's got the flame on the end of it. Yeah, like you could just light yourself on fire mm-hmm. on accident. Right. One wrong move, <laughs> and, and you're, you're cl- wearing a billowy shirt. You're <laughs> wearing a billowy shirt. And you're crawling around the vents with this thing, so I mean, it it, it, it seems like it's highly likely that you could, um, oh yeah, easily <laughs> light yourself on fire. With Very that dangerous. Thing. Um, so this is a super tense scene, though, as he's going through the vents and they're mm-hmm. they're um they they're tracking something, and then you gotta love you gotta love Lambert here. <laughs> uh, it's something, there's something near you. Yeah, it's I was coming like, to get it. her off the mic. <laughs> she should not be there. Uh, no, because she's just crying and saying, "Run away!" Run Somebody away. get her out of here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so but there is something coming at him. Yes, um, it's not the cat. No, this time it's not the cat. Uh, he, this is the. I think this is no. We get a look at it a little bit in when it kills um, Brett. Yeah, a little bit. But here you get a pretty good, quick, but a good look at it. Um, and then they find the flamethrower, but not Dallas and no blood. Yes. What did you think at that point? Did I you think Dallas was coming back? I thought maybe. Because mm-hmm. like the other deaths were so bloody. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's just someone we don't know where. That's probably too naive. Mm-hmm. For me to think that <laughs> in a movie like this, yeah, probably like, that's not usually how it works. Yeah, um, prob- that scene did make me jump though. Oh yeah, well it's, it's a jump he scare. Turns around, she's like, oh boy. He turns around and it's just there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I mean, yeah. So here, it, and certainly losing Dallas, like you said, that early is that was surprising. Yeah, because and so now we're left with uh, just the four Ripley. Uh, the uh, Lambert and why can't I remember it? Parker, Parker, and Ash, <laughs> because Ash is going to be important here. Uh, now there was a point I I can't remember what he was doing exactly. Where you said, "Is he on the side of the aliens?" I said, "I said, is he on the side of aliens? Is he an alien? Is he part alien?" Yeah, <laughs> which I had to keep uh quiet a little bit because he's not part alien. No, but um. He's keeping a see. He's the only one communicating with Mother, the computer, right? Yeah. And um, but Ripley goes in and access Mother, and we mm-hmm. see what the mission, what the true mission is, which is not great. 
No. Uh, he, the, the, they want the alien. They want the alien, and they don't care about the crew. Crew expendable, it says. Which is just not what you want to see. <laughs> just just not what you want to see. Well, that really rattles her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, because the, the crew's expendable now. Um, so, Waylon yutani Corp, uh, they, there, there's some lines dropped about, they don't really go into it too much, and there's no chance, there's no time for it. Um, they, but they, they talk about that the weapons division wants this thing. Yes. Um, which I guess makes sense, um, because when she can, and then we also find, we find out that, I mean, so then Ash is in on it with them. Mm-hmm. He's the representative of the science division. And uh, he he talks about how perfect this thing is, that it's, that it's not susceptible to anything. No. And uh, its physical perfection is matched only by its, um, oh, what's the word he uses? Uh, aggression or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. Which, no, next to none is known about the xenomorph. Um, but just that line kind of gives you everything you need to know. Of like this is hostility is what he uses. This isn't kind of its be physical easy. perfection is matched only by its hostility. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this thing is just like it, it's evolved to become like a perfect surviving killing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, it's it's messed up. Well, I think he yeah. actually says this after. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think he does. Because here he just tries to kill Ripley. Well, it's a weird scene because he sort of has this reaction of almost like you shouldn't have gone looking. Mm-hmm. And then you start sweating what looks like milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was what, what, confused and I'm like, is that just lighting? What was your thought on that? When you see a trickle of white liquid move down his head. Briefly, I did think, I'm right, he is an alien. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. But I I was like, okay, I don't think he's human. Well, certainly, yeah, there's something inhuman about it. I don't know what that is, but But something's off. And also, he started acting very weirdly, like, wasn't in control, almost. Mm -hmm. Well, and and, and also the way he just, like, picks Ripley up. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's, like, Superman or something. Right, he's throwing her around and stuff. He can lift anything. Um, and then, what a very weird move of to roll up a magazine and put it in her mouth. It might be one of the weirdest attempted murders I've ever seen. I've never seen someone do that. He tries to that. jam a rolled up magazine down her throat. Yeah, it's very, I'm like, really? That's <laughs> what you're going with? Well, they don't really have weapons, so I think, th- and he's a robot, he's just like, mm-hmm, that, okay, yeah, I'll just, yes, that and makes then sense. Lambert and Parker come in, and they can't get him off of her mm-hmm. until what parker hits him with a was that a fire hydrant not fire hydrant. yeah a fire extinguisher fire extinguisher fire hydrant <laughs> that'd be nuts yeah um and that's the only way to get him and then he's like spinning around yeah he, well, he starts malfunctioning yeah well, so his head his head gets knocked off and then there's just it's just like, it's just that it's white just, stuff is everywhere it's just uh, <laughs> this effect is really cool the the head being knocked back so it's just, so it's, it's like resting on his back yeah but it's still attached it's still attached um so yeah and then he starts just flipping out and spinning and 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 you know like short circuiting basically mm-hmm. um yeah the the white uh blood i guess or like guess a robot blood. blood robot blood um it's not milk i was just reading it was just colored water because the milk would have spoiled um, that makes sense um, been disgusting. Right? Yeah, you would not have been able <laughs> oh, to make that movie. It looks like milk, though. It looks um, like milk, uh, but it's just white colored water. Um, so then they have to hook him up, and this—I love that you. You actually talked about how the effect of this scene um, when he's in pieces and he's talking. Well, yeah, I mean, it's nineteen seventy-nine, mm-hmm. and it's really like flawless. It's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's impressive. It's really, uh, and this movie did win best special effects. At the Academy Awards, that's not surprising. Um, no, it's an it's incredible effects work in this movie, and certainly, and then um, on top of that, it's not really an effect. But I mean, the alien design itself—that's a guy in a costume. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, um, that is that is just a costume. Uh, you know, saying I get the guy's name. Oh boy, um, <laughs> I'm guessing it's Balaji Badejo. That's the alien. Um, <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> If you're listening, 
Sorry if that's not. Oh, if, if, if people have listened to any of my podcasts, they know <laughs> I do nothing but butcher people's names on here. I always apologize because I, I I try, but um, well, stuff is not like Tim Smith or something. Right, right, right. Um, he was discovered at a pub by one of the casting directors. Um, he's seven feet tall with very thin arms, which is what they needed. Wow, that's what they needed for the the look of the alien. Would that be weird to be approached in a pub and be told you look like an alien? You got the right features for an alien. Yeah, I think I think we could do something with you. You're tall and you've got thin arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 sent him for tai chi and mime classes to slow down his movements, so oh. that because he it moves very meticulously, it doesn't move quickly. No, um, all the movements are very like when it approaches people to kill them and stuff. It just kind of like stalks up it's to very them. Slow. Um, it takes its time, which is creepy. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, because it does confront um, uh, Parker and Lambert. Yes. Uh, when Ripley goes back to get the cat. Ripley goes back to get the cat. Which we haven't talked about Jones the cat. <laughs> uh, I did like the cat. You did like the cat? Yeah. Um, there's that great scene where the, when, um, when Brett is dealing with the cat and the cat starts backing away from the alien. And I was just reading that that was they they did that and they, how do you, how do you get a cat to like, oh react react like that? Well, so they had a they had a German Shepherd that behind a, a screen so that the cat was walking forward towards the screen and couldn't see it. And then they lifted that up and the cat saw the dog and then went started hissing and backing up. Because oh, it's a good reaction from the cat. The cat's a good actor. The cat's <laughs> a good actor. It looked like Data's cat. His spot, yeah, spot. from Next Generation. It looks like, look like his cat. Yeah, it's that Apparently, orange, orange cats are... Orange tabby cats are big in, are space, big in space in the future. Um, but yeah, so but the she goes back to get the cat. Whose cat it is, I, I still don't... I think it's Ripley's cat, but... She seems to have a lot of affection for the cat that, in know, a way the other people don't, right, they don't really, really seem to. And really the cat care. also goes to her yeah. when it doesn't really to other people. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm assuming it's hers. yeah. I think so. Uh, she seems just the uh, way she treats. Yeah, it, she it seems, seems to care like about. It. I mean, that, that she would go back for it. Like um, I would go back for my cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but unfortunately, that leaves Parker and Lambert off, <laughs> um, away from the main character near the end of a horror movie, which isn't great. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so they're both killed, of course, because Lambert. I mean, she's going to freak out. <sighs> <laughs> Um, she leaving like move, move, and she's just like, Rah! and the comb just like move. <laughs> yeah, she's not very good. Um, so that leaves uh, Ripley alone. Yep. Um, and then what's really interesting about the end of this movie, it's it doesn't end quickly here. No, we get a lot of um, Sigourney Weaver by herself on screen, a like lot. running and oh, running around because she um, she's gonna they're gonna blow up the ship mm-hmm. uh, and get in the shuttle and fly off. So makes sense. She's activated that, but then she's trying to deactivate the self destruct when she's alone and it leaves this whole tension. Yeah, uh, I'm obviously there's, and... there's no tension because you know that there's a sequel that also has Sigourney there's Weaver in it. What like the cooling mechanism mm-hmm. is. Spraying so she's running through smoke and <laughs> Ripley goes through a lot. In There's this also movie. an alien. Mm-hmm. Ripley goes through a lot. In this movie. <laughs> um, she's very. I mean, in in sort of action hero, she's running through stuff. She's jumping through stuff. She's she's grabbing that cat. Mm-hmm. She's got the cat at a certain point in like a case. That's like which a... the alien seems to have no interest in. The I cat. like that. Yeah, the the he's he, the alien comes to. The, I could say he. I don't really know if they have gender. Um, we actually do get a little bit into that in the sequel, but, um, <laughs> uh, sees the, the cat and, and then just pushes it aside. Pushes it aside. doesn't have any interest in that. No. I uh, can't do anything with that. Um, <laughs> so, and then, but Ripley's able to get in the shuttle and blow up the ship. Yes. Um, and at this point where you're like, well, it's done and done. We got it. No. <laughs> no, you didn't think the alien. Because would... I thought if it's going to be done and done. Mm-hmm. It would just end, right? Of her being like you see it explode, mm-hmm. and maybe there's narration or something mm-hmm. like pops up on the screen, but but it, no, it didn't. It no. really lingered on her sort of being upset, and then putting the cat in the and the cryo sleep, the cryo sleep, and, and then she's getting ready to get in the cryo sleep. Yeah, she goes and over to the computer like, console. This doesn't make- this isn't over. But within that, seemingly buried within the computer console, 
is the xenomorph. Yeah. It's really, really creepy. It, is... it reaches its hand out. I don't know, yet another jump scare from the yeah. movie. Um, and then I love the talk about how slow the alien is. This scene. It's like it's stuck. Yeah, I think it is. I think it, like, it can't. It's gotten like wedged itself in to a corner right. and cannot get out. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just slowly pulling itself out and Ripley's hiding in a, a I guess, closet for lack of a better word. With, and she's putting on a spacesuit. Oh wait, we forgot to talk about when she's on the ship and mm-hmm. she finds Dallas. Yeah, like what has happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to talk about that a bit? Because uh, she's um, running to. Uh, let's see. At that point, I think she's. I don't know where she's running at that, to. At that point, I think she's running to stop the. Because I think. Um, uh, Parker and Lambert are dead at that point. Yeah. And, um... Finds a room mm-hmm. where... I don't even know... <laughs> what's... What's, what's the... happened. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but Dallas is, I guess, alive. Yeah. Uh, and he's on the wall. Right. Like, wrapped up in something alien. Mm-hmm. And is just wants to die now here's the interesting thing about this scene that's only in the director's cut that's only in the director's cut that's not in the original theatrical release of this movie so for like 25 years net that scene wasn't in it oh wow i know i don't uh, it's uh <laughs> um yeah it's it's interesting i don't I, i'm tr- i've been trying to find why that is um because it seems like i don't know how the movie functions without it you know um i because i, I i'm still I'm, I'm actively looking if, if there's a pause here it's because i'm actually <laughs> looking for reasons well it just seems like that's sort of the explanation of what happened to him mm-hmm. to that character yeah Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, so I don't... Uh, and it seems like, you know, it's a big moment for her of having mm-hmm. to kill him. Right, yeah. No, it, 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 exactly, yeah. Because he's... Um, God, I, I really am trying to... <laughs> Maybe there is no explanation. Uh, because I, I know it wasn't in there, but... Um, That's weird. I know, it's really strange. Um... I, I, we'll, we'll have to find answers to it somewhere, but it, it's interesting to me that yeah, that that's not in there because it so comes off. I mean, like I said, yeah, it's, it's a conclusion to an arc to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, and you also start to get this weird vibe, like, what is the alien doing then? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of question about. I don't what is because this? Brett's there too, but he seems like he's dead. Yes, or he's. I mean, he's like cocooned in, um, but Dallas is still somewhat alive. And, 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 and yeah, that, I mean, what a key moment there where he's like, kill me. Yeah. And she burns, burns the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know why they cut that out. I don't know. But it was restored. Um, which is one of the reasons why you got to watch the director's cut, <laughs> which we did. Um, yes. That's a, that is a, if you have the Blu-ray, like I do, it's on there. Um, it's also out on DVD as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, we, we didn't talk about that now because I, I, I wanted to talk, cause I wanted to talk about how that wasn't in the theatrical cut um so ripley's got to confront the alien now uh she's in her space suit and this is a pretty cool confrontation i feel like between well them. i mean i think in that moment to borrow a line from kaylee okay from firefly yeah like that's her like screw this i'm gonna live moment mm-hmm. of like no right i've gotten this far Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the like shuttle. Right. I'm not dying now. Exactly. No, exactly. Um <laughs> because yeah, exa- I mean, so uh she straps herself into the chair and j- and then hits the um airlock open. Mm-hmm. And the, but the alien holds on. This yeah. thing is uh, pretty much it's unstoppable. Just, <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, it just won't die mm-hmm. when it grabbed on." Yeah. Because of like, oh, what a brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. But she also seemed to have thought about 
what if it doesn't right go out the door oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh because she's got um a grappling gun basically yeah, unless what it looked like yeah i mean or whatever uh, well, whatever um, that's what it looked like <laughs> right exactly um so she shoots it with that and then it's still the the grappling gun attack with well, the door closes and it's still it's still it's hanging still outside hanging. Um, and, and then like, this is this is probably the ultimate badass move. I feel <laughs> like is it is it drifts into the path of the engine mm-hmm. and Ripley hits the exhaust on the thing and 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 lights it up. Yeah, um, <laughs> that thing really gets killed. <laughs> it really gets killed, and then, <laughs> and then whatever charred remains of it just float off, float into, away into space. It's gone. And then this movie, um, the ending of this movie is interesting. Because it, it it gets kind of like introspective and like you know. yeah like she's the sole survivor and right yeah she's petting the cat and, mm-hmm. and then it ends with the shot of her sleeping in the cryosleep yeah it's gonna it take th- what six weeks to to get to uh, it's gonna take her six weeks to maybe get picked up by some you know like yeah so that's the thing like she's still on kind of this like I don't know she might you know <laughs> it's gonna take six weeks to get to space where somebody could find her yeah um so. Uh, yeah, and, and and we're to assume that that she's probably going to be okay. Well, there's, a, there's well, another one. I mean, there so. is a, there's another. Alien I'm assuming movie. someone found her. Uh, yeah. So and then and then yeah, the credits roll and then and aliens over. Um, it has an interesting score at the end. It's almost like sweet. Yeah, it is interesting. After the movie's been and, so terrifying like, and dark. Yeah, the ending is kind of this like, hey, she's all right, and and, she and, and you it. should be happy that she's all right. <laughs> Forget everybody else. Ripley yeah. made it. <laughs> Ripley uh, made it. But uh, so so yeah. So that's the yeah. So that's an interesting score. So that's the end of Alien. Now we are going to be doing Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I don't know if it's going to be the next episode that comes out here, uh, but at some point you'll come back for Aliens. And um, what do you having seen this? Uh, do you know anything about Aliens really? I mean, I know you mentioned a couple things that end, that are things that are referenced to the second movie, but in terms yeah. of plot or anything, I don't know the plot. So whenever I do franchises with people, <laughs> I like to ask them like, "What do you think is going to happen in the next movie? What's what? Where where would you want to take this, or where do you think they're going to take this?" Uh, knowing that they are they they're switching out filmmakers. Yes, mm-hmm. which we're, is we're, interesting. We're we're losing Ridley Scott and gaining James Cameron. Mm-hmm. So. Taking all of that into consideration, <laughs> you know Sigourney Weaver's back. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver's the only actor who can return from this movie. Yep. So um, there's obviously going to be a whole new supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you what do you want to see? What do you think is going to happen? What would what would Alien Two look like, basically? Or I aliens. Mean, I don't know if there's going to be like a situation with these aliens, mm-hmm. and they like need to bring her in because mm-hmm. she's faced them before. Because mm-hmm. I know that. Movies like to do that. Sure. Um, I guess I'd like to see someone who can, like, fight with her. Mm-hmm. So, so fight side by side with her? Yeah. Like, I'd like to see someone who's, like, on equal footing with her mm-hmm. and, like, they're cool together in a situation that mm-hmm. she doesn't have to, like, keep fighting alone because that would get stressful. Sure, sure, yeah. So I think that would... I'd like to see that. Okay. Um... Uh, yeah, and so so you, so you think the movie's going to be about a uh, situation with aliens? Because obviously the title being Aliens is I'm key. guessing there's going to be more, more than one. Um, but, uh, and then and then people who are sort of uh, equals to Ripley or... Yeah, that she has people who, like, maybe last longer with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be a bigger movie because it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. And sequels, they, you know, they you tend, tend to, to be get that. a little bigger. Yeah, that's probably a safe assumption. Um, cool. Anything else? Well, didn't you say you said something about the spacesuits? Like... In in this? Yeah. Oh, the 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 what I was telling you about how they filming this? Yeah. Yeah, that the spacesuits were really poorly. De- I mean, they looked beautiful, but they, they were poorly cool. designed because uh, they would get up to like over a hundred degrees in those what? things, and the actors kept fainting. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, they kept fainting. They kept. That's fainting. not what you want. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't... They look cool, but they're deadly. Right, exactly. As the actors... Yeah, it was really dangerous to be in them. Um, they eventually, at a certain point, did have to start... Uh, they, they had to redesign them at a certain point so that people didn't faint. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, still can't find why they cut that scene. I want an explanation. <laughs> it's going to haunt you. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to listen to the commentary on the Blu-ray now and see if I can. Maybe on the next Maybe the next time we do this, I'll have some uh, info when maybe, we do Aliens. Maybe someone listening to this Yeah, can, can write in and, and, and tell me because I just, I, I know that it was cut and that it was put back. And that was like, that because that was one of the big selling points. The director's cut was like, see what happened to Dallas, you know? Because oh. <laughs> it was always just like, oh, he just went off. Uh, we always just kind of went, I guess it killed him, I but it didn't. It him. But they do treat it, there's that line that treats it like a mystery. Yeah, so, he's gone, his gun is there, but there's no blood. Right. And that death is different. Than yeah. anyone else's, and I think we're to assume that the, that the aliens using him as a, a like like they did with Kane, using him to birth more aliens. Probably and that's which what is that's what I'm assuming. Very disturbing. Well, yeah, because that means there's going to be more of these goddamn things running around. Uh, <laughs> no one wants that. No one wants that. Uh, and well, and maybe in a sequel, there are going to be more of these things running around. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's I think that's going to do it for our discussion of Alien. Uh, you'll be back on the show at some point to talk about aliens. Yep. We won't be doing the other ones. Uh, <laughs> people know why. Uh, if you've seen <laughs> Alien 3, you know why we're not talking about Alien 3. No one should be subjected to Alien 3. And I know there are Alien 3 fans out there. And to them, I say, bring it on. Uh, <laughs> I will talk all day about why that movie sucks. Um, but uh, I want to thank you, Kinsey, for coming on the show again. Yeah. Uh, and for watching Alien. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs>